Hello, and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are so excited to have comedian and podcaster, and potentially my distant cousin, <laughs> Mary Beth Barone, on this podcast. Hi. Hi. So happy to be here. Yes. You are the second person in LA to be like, I have a cousin named Barone. Are we related? No, That's it's my hilarious. mom's maiden name. Oh. So, like, we could legit be cousins. Also, it's really weird. You do, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, you look like her side of the family, and it's a little bit scary. Wait, pull up pictures. Even though you can't see this on the podcast, we'll have to put on stories. I want to see a family picture. We don't have, they're not on, like, the family pictures we have are not online. They're no. all, like. I have no pictures of my dad's family either. Like, we do at my mom, at my parents' house, but. They, I, it's just like a smaller side of the family. You don't see them as much. So they're like a mystery to me, but my uncle did, he did ancestry.com and it turns out we're 1% Jewish, maybe. So that was a shock. I'm Jewish on my dad's side. You know what I realized? I just want to make sure this is recording properly. Okay. Better to check. We've learned we can hear each other, (laughs) right? Super important. Can you hear me now? (laughs) That guy is making so much bank now with like those spring commercials. I don't blame him. I don't either. I mean, do what you got to do for that. That's right. Live your life, right? (laughs) Commercials also used to pay a lot more. And I'm sure now, though, I'm sure because that's such a big commercial, I'm sure he's making a few hundred thousand from it. Oh, for sure. And we are also with (laughs) Amelia Ray, our other co host, and the littlest co host. She can't speak yet, but she's, she's she probably is, but one she's of the youngest gurgling. podcasters ever. Right? Probably. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this does not help for a podcast, everyone, but she literally, like, just, like, nodded. She did. It's crazy. She did. This is so unhelpful. <laughs> so you're in from New York. So do you live in the city, or do you live in... Okay, I was thinking, or do you live someplace else? But you do live in I the city. I live in the city. A lot of people assume, for some reason, all comedians live in Brooklyn. It's I don't not know. The case. I, not I've the heard case. that a lot, so thank a you lot for of them clarifying. Do. Yeah, okay. I just want to say I'm not a statistic. <laughs> I live in the East Village. Nice. Manhattan, That's awesome. I love. It's the best. Yeah. I used to live technically in Greenwich Village, but it was, and it was border of West Village on Fifth Avenue and 9th Street, but I would always walk up from the East Village. I love that area. It's yeah, great. It's and beautiful. The, I think the East Village is, like the West Village is maybe my next move if everything goes well. Uh, I had a deal. East Village is very young and West Village I feel like yeah. is like grown up, more grown up apartments. So I, I hope to live there someday. But the downtown area is definitely like the best part of New York for sure, in my opinion. Well, I'm from the Upper East Side, and I have to say it's kind of devolved, and it makes me really sad. Yeah, you've talked about that a few times. No, downtown's amazing. Upper East East used to be much nicer. I think it's it's just going through something. It's like having an identity I think it's only up, though. Like, there's cute coffee shops up there now, and, like, things are... Things are getting back on track, I think, Upper East. Well, unless you're in, like, a really prime part, I feel like it's sort of dead. That's the thing. It is pretty quiet. But I also think that people, like, people who are making downtown really great right now are going to start having kids at some point, and they're not going to be able to stay downtown. Well, that's what happened. No one could afford to stay uptown, so they moved downtown, and now (laughs) private. now uptown's really, like, getting cheaper, which is nice. Yeah. No, I know. I was talking to these real estate brokers for an article I was writing for Forbes, and we were talking about it, and I'm just like, it's so it's like, it's so depressing. Whenever I go home, I'm like... This sucks and everything is closed. <laughs> everything is closed. That's a really good way to describe it. Everything is closed. Maybe not out of business, but just like closed. Yeah. Just like 
We're not open uh, right now. <laughs> we're like emotionally, physically, like the we're whole emotionally shut thing. down. <laughs> I know, I know. So when did you start doing comedy? I started doing comedy uh, almost three years ago. I took my first yeah. improv class. I guess my first improv class was, yeah, almost exactly three years ago. And then from there, I started doing stand-up. And I went to an open mic, and I didn't tell anyone. I just mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to go, and if I bomb, I'll never do it again. But then it was, like, the most fun thing ever. So I was like, oh, shit, I think this is this is what I want to do. Mm. And then <clears throat> within, like, six months, I quit my job, broke up with my boyfriend, and moved out of our apartment. Wow. wow. Which was a lot. Wait, so wait. So, like, back it up. Wait, break, so break us through, yeah. like, walk us through that. Well, pretty much I was with someone for two and a half years, and we had just moved to a new apartment in Gramercy from the East Village, and... I was, when we first started dating, I was 22 Mm -hmm. and I was very set on like having kids in three years, like getting engaged, the whole thing. And I thought that that's what I wanted out of my life. And then when I found comedy, I realized that I really didn't know who I was at all. Wow. And from there, I, it's just really hard to find a whole new side of yourself and be with someone else. Sure. And it was like, I was out late at night. I wasn't having as much time to devote to the relationship. And then, so that kind of started going south. And he's, like, a great guy. We're still really good friends. But we were, you know, in talks to get engaged. And then it just seemed like that wasn't the move. I feel like it's better, though, you did that now instead of going through with it. Oh, my God. A hundred percent. I know someone who got... I am not going to say who they are. Although it it wouldn't even matter because they're not public figures. But, like, (laughs) sort of a friend, like, um, a friend got um married and they oh. got they were together for five years wait but this is crazy though they got to they broke up like less than a year after the wedding and it turned out this is crazy so when he went to go like at the marriage license i guess to file the divorce paperwork it turned out his brother who signed the marriage license when he was doing it the pen wasn't working Are you so he this? crossed out his name and signed with a different pen and it turned out legally they were never, never married, married in the first, first place. place. Wow, kind of a huge save by right? the brother. So they didn't have to go through a divorce? No. Know, right? Whoa. They had a business together. And, okay, so I feel, and that that was like, I think that was far worse than like an actual potential divorce. But yeah. like, yeah, it's not. It's, it's, and I mean, people, whenever you find yourself in life is the right time. But I definitely am glad that I, it was before any of that stuff happened. Oh, yeah. And we lived together for a while before, and so that was a lot to kind of move in with friends and figure out what I was going to do. But it was absolutely worth it, and I think, you know, I have zero regrets about that at all. But I definitely, you know, giving up, giving up an apartment in Gramercy that he had purchased sure. that we were going to live in and, wow. like, renovate and stuff. But good for you. Different. Like, yeah. you took control That's of really your situation. to and give up good New York City real estate. I That's what I'm saying, though, but good for her because she was like, you know what? I have something better than this. I found, like, my calling. I found my passion. And I want to focus on that. So good for you. And it made me really reflect on, like, dating at a young age. And I had always dated not, like, super much older guys, but I had had two serious relationships as an adult. And it's always been with people, like, three or four years older. And I just think it's really hard to, like, grow as a person you know, with someone who kind of already knows what their deal is. Right. Especially as, like, a young woman. Yes, that's kind of true. It's weird, though. I ran into my ex. So when I was, I'm going to, wait, was I a freshman or 
She's a freshman or sophomore in college. (laughs) I met this guy who didn't go to the school really (laughs) randomly. His roommate's sister was there, and I dated him, like, on and off for, like, five years. This, it might have been even more than that. Like, over the Amelia's years, head is spinning. She's like, how many years? We kept back <laughs> together and hooking up and then not hooking up and then not speaking and all of this stuff. And then I ran into him at a barbecue with my husband. Recently? This oh, yes. Like, I remember I this know, story. six months ago, eight months ago, less than a year ago. Yeah. Probably and six months ago. I have to tell you, I was so... And, like, I'd actually run into him two weeks before at my friend's dog's birthday party. I actually have a oh whole... I do stand up as well, and I have a whole stand up bit about this. And it was just really horrifying. But at the end of the day, it was such a good thing because... And, like, I didn't want to tell my husband, oh, this is the ex who I thought I was going to marry before you. <laughs> um, <laughs> hashtag awkward. Hashtag, hashtag awkward. hard to bring up. <laughs> I... It was like, no, it was so funny. I was someone, I, I saw him and like my friends were like, do you want a hit of this joint? I'm like, just give me the whole joint. Yeah. <laughs> or like, do you it. want a drink? Get me the bottle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I made Abby Stern, previous guest, Abby Stern, come over. Yeah, she did. Water. And she, she was, was texting me and venting out. to me and was like, but Abby's like, coming. So I'm going to have a little bit of reinforcements. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry I'm not there. Awful. And it's like, I feel it in my whole life. Is just, even as an adult, it's just me trying to not be awkward all of the time. Like, mm. I just constantly feel awkward. Um, like, there's really never a moment when I don't feel awkward. <laughs> and um, It's true. I'm always like, Amanda, you're fine. Relax. And I'm like, no, I'm so awkward. And so we had... So anyway, but it was like really... Nothing really happened. It was like the most anticlimactic thing. But I realized, I'm like, I'm so happy I didn't end up with him. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, those, re- those type of relationships end for a reason. It's Absolutely. Just, it's always probably later than it should, but years at least it's always. And years yeah. and years later than yeah, it should Yeah, but it's true, and it's like you said, it's like it ends for a reason. Like, we've all been there. And it's like you kind of have to just let it take its course, whether it's, like, vicious and constant on, off, on, off, or something, like, where you had, like, a perfect situation going on, but you realize something else was more important, which was you. It's like you just got to do what you got to do. You got to. And I think, yeah, it's hard. It, it's like those – Types of relationships get you where you are today. Absolutely. Which is, it's good to remind yourself of that. But then there's some where I'm like, I could have probably not slept with that guy and still be right where I <laughs> and am. Still be right where I am. Hey, listen, we all have those. They're yeah. like, you were just kind of like extra, really not necessary, but okay. But okay. But sometimes we it's fun it. extra. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's weird. I have like one guy I really regret not sleeping with. I have, oh, that. I have a couple of those too, but I have way more that I regret actually sleeping with. Not regret, like, not fully regret. There are some people I've slept with who I wish, like, we never met because they just, like, oh, you know, know. destroyed me emotionally. Yeah, but there's a drain. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, not worth it. But, you know, it. you might have had sex with them and then they might have, then you might have regretted it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I know. But to this day, because we're still Facebook friends, oh. and, like, <laughs> I no, it's really weird. I am friends on Facebook with a lot of exes or guys I don't I've get hooked it. up with. I tell her this all the time. There's one like, that I'm not. friends, how are you civil? I'm more, how do you talk to this person? It's more Instagram now, I think, for... It's just like I don't. I deleted my Facebook profile, but I was friends. With, I would. You would always just like. I friends think I was people. trying to find you on Facebook, and I couldn't. Yeah, I have like a comedian page, but I deleted my profile because Facebook just. It's like a toxic environment. Isn't it? Isn't it so fun? You're just like I can't be on here. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. See the thing with okay. I agree it's toxic in a lot of ways, but I've also you learned to stop. Work. I get so much work from it and so many connections. I have to use it, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it, but I also I don't have a love-hate relationship with Facebook, I've decided, because I get a lot of work, too, 
and I'm not a good mom group, so I get good information from. Oh my god, yeah. But then I'm in some stuff that I'm like, oh my god. I'm going to kill somebody. Like, yeah. what is this today? Yeah. And then I just, like, literally unfollow everybody. I like you don't have to defriend anyone. I, I unfollow is very helpful. People. Yeah. And, but then it was just ads oh, yeah. on mm-hmm. ads on ads. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really need this anymore for, like, a distraction mm-hmm. tactic. Mm-hmm. So I kept my comedian page so that I can still, like, post about stuff and people can message me. And actually, you can keep Messenger without a Facebook profile. Nice. So I can, st- I can message people about anything. But I don't have to have a profile, which is good. Wait, yes. that's because they created the app for it. Messenger, yeah. Right. So you don't need a profile anymore because they because of what they want to do is they're hoping all these people will add that app and use the messenger, and then eventually they'll want to make a profile. But Mary's smart, and she did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out that's here. so smart. I might add it back, but it's just it's just. I get too it. Much. It's exhausting. You're just being bombarded with stuff all day. Oh and my god, all day. This is like Twitter. listening to you too. Like I swear, I'll be talking this thing with my husband. And I'm like, oh we no, need I to order know. this. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be talking to him just like in the house. And nothing, like, nothing's around me. And all of a sudden, I go on my computer later on that, like, my iPad, whatever. And I'm like, how do you, what is this? This is, this is so the ad for I, the thing I, I was friend, just talking about. I have a friend who works at Facebook. And he was like, Ooh. there is no way we could be listening to you. But I'm, something is. Yes, agree. Our phones are. We notice with Siri. picks on. up on everything. She has uh-huh. to. She has to be. And we have Google Homes in my apartment, too. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I know they're listening to everything because they have to listen for their name Absolutely. to be called. But I don't know how that, like, translates into what ads are being served. It's, right. like, insane to It me. is insane. I know. It's crazy. I know. Well, it's like, I, I, I already get baby ads, but, like, out. now I, I will actually, like, be like, oh, we need to order, like, last night I was like, we need to order more bu- bubble wash for the baby. I'm like, Amazon Prime, you know, I'll probably have it because I'm doing Amazon Prime Day today. And he's like, oh. oh, yeah, good idea. All of a sudden, I'm on Facebook this morning, like, checking one of my things, and I see Amazon Prime deal, this for the baby wash. I'm like, okay, I'm getting freaked out now. I'm like, what is this? Did like, you look up the baby wash on? Amazon? No. Oh my God. I'm telling so you, creepy. it's starting to freak me you know, out. No, I don't, you know what? It's weird. I'm really not. Okay. So I've noticed like mm-hmm. there's something, and I always say this specific example, cause I don't really drink orange juice, but one time I had like a conversation with someone about orange juice and my phone was in my pocket or I was talking on the phone about it for like two, three minutes. And I started to see ads for orange juice on Facebook. No, yeah, it's see, so that's weird, freaky. but it doesn't weird me. I tell you though, I've like purchased no, a lot I of really good you. things mm-hmm. on oh, no, so Facebook I. ads. Absolutely. Like, but if you're, you're no, how do we know? know how they're doing Me too. It. I, I understand the demographic profiling and everything, but like, and if you're going to serve, if you're going to show me ads of things that I want and need, great. I like I that. love it. But it's just like, I don't know how they're always listening. That's the thing that is mm-hmm. weird to me. But I don't mind it. Like when the whole Cambridge Analytica thing happened, like I had just assumed Facebook had been selling my data all along. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, they're like, wait, but like they're not? Yeah. Like, I was like, like wait, wait, they weren't did anyone so think right. they weren't selling? But the wait, the worst though is actually this happened to me recently. So my insurance was ending. I'm now Cobraing or whatever oh, it's called. <laughs> wait, wait, it's so crazy. I kept getting calls from insurance companies sometimes like 10 times a day. And one time they called me at 6.15 in the morning and I'm like, I'm done. So what I, are they wanting from you to sign up? It's like a robo call because I hadn't. Oh, the robo calls are just they're so, so obnoxious. Crazy right and like now. and your voicemails, like I got, oh my god, I got one the other day. You listen to your voicemail. I'm I'm trying to be better. Okay, I'm trying to prioritize <laughs> because I have literally like a hundred voices. Wait, on my I phone never I never listen to my. I'm voicemails, always full. And ever. I'm like I need oh to like you can't have a full voicemail. That's no, crazy. I know. No, I do. So that's what I'm saying. That is like, a I sign started. of lunatic. Yeah. If I if someone <laughs> says if I yeah. get a voicemail box is full, I'm like okay, this person is. I I know. Seek, no, seek treatment. That's yes. why. Um, that's why I'm seriously going through. But my excuse is I had a baby three months ago, so and I feel 
like I'm like that works for you. I'm caught up, <laughs> but I've like been going through and listening and deleting. But the other day I had a robocall and it was like literally this person. And I'm like, wow, I feel bad for people who actually like would believe this because this guy was like, hi, we're calling, and they don't even say your name. We're calling to let you know that you had an offense and we're trying to collect. And blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, it's like, and if not, you know, the police will be coming. You know, blah, blah. and I'm like. And for a second, I'm like, oh, my God, this is such bullshit. But it was like, I played it for my husband. I'm like, do you hear that? And he's like, me an anxiety. no, it did. And I was like, Justin, this isn't real, right? This is not real. And he's like, they don't even say your name. It's not real. And I'm like, okay. But then I, like, feel bad for people. They're not going like, to call and leave a voicemail to threaten you either. Right. They'll keep calling. There's right. this true. Right. But I feel bad for people that, like, wouldn't know that. Wait, and then they'd be like, I have an amazing story. What? There was this great article in GQ that Dave Holmes mm-hmm. wrote, like, three years ago about how he got one of those calls. He picked up the phone and he played along with them. That's awesome. And he got them caught. That's awesome. And it's the whole story. I Maybe I'll link to it in the show notes if you I remember. Should. That's really cool. It's the, it's the funniest, most, one of the like, most brilliant pieces of writing like on that topic I've ever read and it's just so funny he was just like fucking with them <laughs> and pretending awesome. to be stupid that's and awesome. got their bank account number and gave it to the police wow. that's amazing that's like vigilante justice right there it was, right it was brilliant yeah that is brilliant no because I'm telling you like for a moment I did have anxiety attack and then I listened and I was like this is so freaking stupid like the newest note again you like realize like, it's insane. they're it's always insane. trying to call and sell me vacations I'm like you're barking up the wrong tree I don't have <laughs> Thousands of dollars right. to be spending on vacations. Right, right. So call someone else. Call somebody else. Buy a vacation from a random call. Oh, anyway. No, I know. no it's, it's so true. Bizarre. I know. I know. And I feel like that they get worse and worse. Like I'll talk to a friend, and she's like, they were calling me about like vacuums and like different things. And I'm like, oh my god, nobody has a life. Like, go do something else. Like, why is it like? Well, apparently, so my my brother's girlfriend works for the Wall Street Journal, and she wrote an article about how they make money off of the phone companies. Pulling up the number on caller ID, I guess there's like a fraction of a fraction of a cent that the oh. phone companies pay every time they do that or something. Wait, I mean, I don't know, That's but they're, they are making money. Even if you I'm don't sure pick they up, they're making wait, money. Wait, wait, wait. I'm totally I confused it. how the phone company... Wait, the phone company makes money? No, the people, no, the, the robocalls, the robocalls do, do. Off of the phone companies. Yeah. It's like fractions of a cent at a time, but I they can that. make like millions of calls in one hour. Right. So they're making, it's like. So the phone company is paying for this. Yeah, pretty much. I, I have still, I still don't understand how that, doesn't it like you pay to make a call? It's. I, no, but the robocall, I think it's different because it's like an automated. Like I think they put in like into the system, like literally like a thousand numbers at a time. And it's just, whoosh, you know what I mean? And, and the phone company pays them? The phone company This is, should be my is, job. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, why are, why now are you're going to be a scammer. Right? All of a sudden. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of technical stuff that I don't understand, but I think they're, they are making money off of it even if you don't answer, which is the crazy thing. But Yeah, I believe that. And I think that's why they have to leave you a voicemail. Yeah. Because it's like some kind of, I've heard that and I think that's why. Because I think that's the only way they make the money. Is what happened to, to respecting do not call? Dude, you know that shit is bullshit. It's I have a feeling, seriously, yeah. when you when you get on the do not call list, that <laughs> do not call list gets sold to someone else. <laughs> and then I have all the numbers. I'm convinced because every time I add myself to a do not call list, somehow a new number calls me and I'm like, I just added this number to do not call. I just like, block. I mean, they call from a different number every time. Oh my God. Oh yeah, they do. It's so they do. No, you should see, like, when you go to my block to my cell phone, it's just do not call. Wait, do you have T-Mobile? No, I have AT&T, which I'm over. 
over you, AT&T, and you've charged too much. I'm leaving them. And three more, I have three more payments to be paid off for this iPhone because, like, I did, like, you know, the plan where you pay yeah. for the phone and whatever finance, and which I never should have done because now I'm locked in. But three more payments and I'm done, and I'm not paying an absorbent amount of money anymore, and I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't know where I'm going to go, but. No, but I, I was going to say, with, like, with T-Mobile, if it's a scam, it says scam likely on your caller ID. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. It's amazing. Are they, are they, are they like decently affordable? They're really, okay. So don't laugh. My mom, wait. Okay. So anyone listening to this, and by the way, you should sit down because no, sound. I'm, I'm, oh, she's okay. happy. So, so I'm just anyway. Multi-happy mom. <laughs> okay. So the thing with T-Mobile is my mom still pays for my phone bill. Oh, that's and my please husband. don't make fun of me. No, my husband People too. And I, and, and my, and, and my husband's mom pays for his. And I said to him the other day, I'm like, we should do a family plan. And he's like, we should no, when my mom kicks me off of my family well, plan. No, my husband's parents pay for his too, and it's more expensive to Wait, remove someone from the family. No, and I, I'm grandfathered in unlimited data on my parents' plans. So nice. It's like I'm there for, I'm a lifer. I'm not going anywhere ever. And it's like, I just, you, some, you just get so used to having something paid for. It's just like, I never think. About having to pay for my phone. My mom, it's $25 a month for my phone. Shut and and but, but, like, you, you don't have to pay for my phone bill every month? No, no. How much? Uh, anywhere, depending on data and bullshit. Wait, why? Between, you don't have unlimited, you pay They don't do that at at t anymore. 160 what? to 180 a month. I just paid my That's bill the other day, my and mom I literally pays, wanted to cry when I saw it was 180. Wait, my mom like, is what some is this shit? weird senior plan and pays $55 a month That's for amazing. two phones. That's amazing. No, I called at and had a whole, like... <laughs> Situation with them because I used to pay like not even a hundred bucks because I left Verizon because I was with Verizon for years. Long story short, I was grandfathered in, but apparently the way their plans like switched when they switched over with the phones, they got rid of all those grandfathering. So then then their prices went up. So I was like, well, fuck that. I'm leaving Verizon. And and I said to them like, there's no loyalty. I've been with you since I was like yeah. 16 yeah. years old, like since I was allowed to have a phone. And you're not gonna like. And they're like, that, nope, sorry. Wait, they that's how care. we got that deal with T-Mobile because we had them when they were like OmniPoint or. Really? Like, and then no, like, I didn't care. They like, had, like, no, three I'm like, okay, thanks. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And then I left, but didn't went to AT&T, and now I'm dealing with this. And I'm like, I'm not paying this. Like, that's crazy. So now I have to look into T-Mobile. If you get, you should tell your T-Mobile, if you're listening, get, you can sponsor our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> to get, like, a senior plan, it's really cheap. And then just pay your so parents. So friend, like an older person. Like, that's yeah, what I was going to say. Like, my parents are the plans. So I got to go find a friend who's older. <laughs> I'm sure you could find someone. There's got to be. Right? It's got to be somewhere I, I went to, I was parked at the Firehouse Cafe. Yeah. Tons of old people there. Oh, per, is that a cool spot? I don't know if it's a cool spot. Oh, it is a cool it spot. It is a spot where they have parking. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, if I, I looked up coffee shops yeah. and that came up. Yeah. And then I went. And I was like, I don't think this is what I was thinking. That no, was. totally not. But it is, it, it's not for coffee, but it is a cool spot. Like for just hanging out like during the day kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like chill dive. But it yeah, no, nice. it's fine. It seems yeah. nice enough. <laughs> She's laughing. The baby is this very entertaining. <laughs> so are you I'm dating anyone now? Oh. Am I dating anyone now? Good cue. Good cue. Uh, I don't really date that much. Um, like I don't go out on dates, I should say. Okay. I don't use dating apps or anything like that. But smart girl. I, well, <laughs> smart in some ways, but mostly I just hook up with people who are like easily accessible, mm. which happens to usually be like other comedians. But I'm taking a break from hooking up with comedians right now because uh, it's not good for my mental health. But uh, there is someone I've been hooking up with, and I have a whole bit about it, which he loves the fact that I've, like, wrote jokes about him. <laughs> um, he's just, like, a good guy, a civilian. He's not in showbiz. Um, he's, like, really hot and nice. That's all you can really How ask for. How did you meet him? He's my friend's coworker. Oh. That's, that's nice. It's nice. And it's just, like, we set up from the... 
first time we hung out that we're neither of us are like looking for anything serious. You're gonna marry this guy. No way. I don't I really don't I was think just so. about to say, I'm like, girl, get ready for get ready <laughs> no, for that ring. No, this is a bad no. Netflix movie. No, literally, <laughs> like, no lie. And then we could be wrong, but like we both kind of had the same thing about our relationships. Like we were just like, I don't want anything serious, we'll just see what happens. Like she had a whole like, you know, long distance relationship going on. I was moving out here, and my boyfriend at the time was now my husband. I was like, I mean, we just been kind of got this going on for a year. I'm kind of like gonna go do my thing and style and like yeah. be in the mix in Hollywood. And I don't like need you to follow me. And he's like, no, I'll follow you. And I was like, all right, well, we want to come hang out in LA. And then all of a sudden, it became like a thing, yeah, you know. So it's like, and like for her, it was like all of a sudden they became together, you know. So it's like sometimes when you're like, oh, we'll just keep this chill, it turns into something kind of a lot more than you expect. I guess you you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, my perspective coming from like almost going that route, I don't, I don't know that marriage is in my future, but I would like to meet someone eventually, maybe in a few years who I could like settle down with ish. Well, maybe he's cool to keep things chill and maybe eventually he'll be the one you settle down with. You never know. know. I I am trying to date older guys. I think Uh that would be a good move for me and he's my age. So if anyone knows any male Virgos (laughs) over 40 uh, that live in New York, please let us know. (laughs) Please please DM direct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always like dating older guys. I want like someone old. Like I want like I want like a someone who's over for, like not that over forty is old, but like for a twenty seven year old, right. we'd be on like totally different. No, that was like the best. But that seems nice to me. No, yeah. that is the like best I always say. I just want to date someone who just like is just like oh you, you know, and just like lets me do what I want and right. thinks my like hijinks are funny, and we'll just like be around, you know, right. not trying right. to go out, not trying to like go to bars and stuff. I'm just like. I'm beyond it. I moved to New York when I was 20, so I feel like I got a lot of that out of the way. And now I'm like, okay, I'm ready to, like, have someone who's just, like, tired all the time. Like, I am. You should have my husband. Um, I was going to say, I was like, sounds like Ethan. My husband is 37. Going on 73. That's amazing. That's like my husband, too, though. Like, we joke our both, like, old men. Very old men, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I wish I could find someone my age who's, like, has he, is is old Like Like, an old soul. Yeah, totally. But they're not out there. And the dating scene in New York is a, a goddamn nightmare. Pardon my French. No, I, 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 I no, it's fine. Um, I, I believe that. I mean, it's not much better in LA, but um, New York is pretty bad. I feel like New York was. I okay. I thought the dating scene in New York was more fun. Did you? It's it. Well, there's oh, like yeah. here's the problem. I don't know what. When were you dating in New York? I mean, like, like years ago. Like so, it there. It's just like psychological warfare in New York right now. Dating is. So tough, and people just—it's all a game, and it's texting, and it's your Instagram story, and it's like there's so many touch points now, and so many like forms of manipulation that you can go insane. Oh no, I have a friend I who's single that. who is like, I can't let him look at my Instagram story. No, and it's I'm like, so it's so much let to him think know about, I and just like. Like, yeah, exactly. You don't want him to see that you've looked at it. It's just like there's so much bullshit, and that's why I like this guy that I've been hooking up with because there's none of that. It's just like we text each other when we want to see each other or talk and like there's no just like games being played which is just hard to find and I think like I was hanging out with my friend who lives out here he was visiting New York and he said here you'll kind of like see someone once a week and then eventually it'll just like fizzle out but you do that for like a few months right in New York it's the complete opposite you'll see someone once sleep with them and then probably never talk again totally yeah (laughs) so it can just be a lot and I'm like Part of the reason why I got out of my last relationship is because I was raised Catholic and, like, I thought that being, like, 
chased was super important. So I just hadn't slept with a lot of people and I knew I wanted to like kind of get more experience with that. And, um, it's tough. It's tough because it, there's no shortage of, of access to it, but it does take a toll, I think. Totally. So I'm just figuring all that out now. But good for you. And it sounds like you found, like, a good guy for now to have some fun with, and he's hot and nice. Yeah. And, like, thinks you're funny. So, like, that worked. I'm sure it's nice also to have a switch-up that, like, isn't a comedian. Like, I'm sure at the same time it's fun and convenient, like you said. But, like, I know for me, like, before my husband, like, I was dating all these, like, DJs and, Ugh. like, music artists and, yeah. you know, people in the industry and, like, a male, like, stylist and this. And, that. and it was, like, okay, you're Are way you sure too much. straight? <laughs> I know. Let me tell you. It was very questionable. But, like, for the most part, yeah. And, but, like, every 80% time. Sure. 80% sure. Um, every time, like, I would get, like, you know, involved with guys like that, I would be, like, I'm more exhausted dating you yeah. than I am doing my own work. Like, there's a problem here. It, that's you know? so true. It yeah. might seem convenient, but it's actually like it's draining. Yeah, it's draining. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's like not good for your mental health. No. And that's why, like, I ended up marrying like my husband. Like Justin is a production accountant. Like he worked in New York beforehand in sports and marketing. The New York Jets. He's very analytical. Yeah, he's very realistic. And as much as sometimes that drives me nuts, and I'm like, oh my god, you're making me insane. All I want to do is like be creative, have my head in the clouds, and do what I want. It also grounds me, and it's, it's like balance. way better for my health. Yeah, it's a you can't have. Yeah. If you have two people like that, one, it can be volatile, and two, mm-hmm. it's like you can just some, you just won't get anything done. Totally. Like, it's like it was just fun for a while. Like I had quite a few fun times with like some of those guys, but then I was like, I'm literally getting nothing done. Right? Exactly. You know. It's and how long like, have you both been married? Um, I've been married for six years. This past I've night. been married for two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. How's married life? Cause so you lived had you ever lived in LA as like a single? Yeah. Person? Oh yeah, yeah. He, I mean, I met him long distance, and he lived in New York. And then, long story short, he moved out here. But like being single in LA, being single in New York was really fun because I dated lots of finance guys. Okay, Me yeah. too. I mean, that was the <laughs> yeah, you'll get wine. Finance mind. guys are fun. Yeah, oh, sure. they're like, I'm, like they're delicious. <laughs> like they really are. Yeah. And, like, I and going to the financial district for, like, a drink with them and hanging out with all their gorgeous buddies is a lot of fun. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of hot finance yeah. guys. Or, that. Or like, yes. Nobu. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. But now yeah. you have to, like, screen them and make sure oh, they're not I'm Trump sure. supporters. <laughs> and, like, it can be dicey. It can be dicey. You just have to find out if they're evil finance guys or, like, <laughs> or normal. Just, okay. <laughs> just okay. I mean, they're all a little bit evil. But yes, like, for sure. They're in finance. We know. <laughs> I don't know. I really love being married, and I feel like being single is so much work. It's oh, like it's having so a exhausting. Job. We listen to our friends, and we're like, if, 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 you're, if you're trying to meet someone, yes, totally. If you're, if you're on the hunt, for, if you're husband hunting, if you, exactly, yes. that's a full time job because you have to <laughs> yes, be dating. Yep. You have to just be put casting a wide net. You're swiping yep. through the apps. You got to be everything. constantly on point because you're yep. trying to like get who you want. Yep. At this point, if I go out with friends, I'm just like, I hope I don't meet anyone. Tonight. <laughs> like, I'm going to wear what I want. And I still like to get dressed up just for me and for my friends, yeah. but not like for I, someone I just else. cannot yeah. imagine being dating in this time and actually looking for like a serious relationship. Right. Yeah, just so you know, you totally fucked yourself. You're gonna have yeah, like, I know. the fact that she's so against the whole. Like I'm not. No, even like, I was the same way. way the before, universe works. That's like, the same way yeah. I felt before I met my husband. I've been telling like, me too. Like not I interested. Long story short, like Justin came over. I was having like a party, like a very small little party, like with friends. I was in Hoboken outside the city, and he came in with one of my really good guy friends, and he was like, "Meet Justin," and I was like dealing with a toxic ex that I was like on and off with. I was trying to see somebody else. Like, 
like, to try to, like, break away. And then I have this guy in front of me, and I'm like, no. And he's like, yeah, you hit it off with him. And I'm like, no. And Justin's trying to talk to me and get my attention and keeps hitting me up. And I was like, was not having it. Well, now I'm married to him. So guess what? He was persistent, or I just gave it. I'm not really sure. But it's like sometimes when you're like that and you're like – it's not happening, all of a sudden the universe gives it to you. But it's not a bad thing. Cause it's like, yeah, I think, like, if that if I met the perfect guy for me, I totally. wouldn't be like, get away from me. Right. Well, I might, but I... I <laughs> well, I was. I didn't I know was. he was the perfect guy for me, and I totally was like, get away from me. Like, he asked for my number, and I was like, no. And he's like, wow. Allie. And I was like, no. He's like, I'm at your place with you. Like, give me your number. And I'm like, I'm dealing with a situation with an ex right now. I'm kind of dating someone else. He's like, I don't care. And I was like, ew, why are you so arrogant? He's like, I'm not arrogant. Like, I just know just what I want, and I'm interested. <laughs> Yeah, and he kept pursuing. And back in the day when we had AIM, he, like, hit oh me up on my screen and was like, hey, I got your, you know, screen name from Joey. And I was like, oh, leave me alone, I dude. I imagine, <laughs> like, instant mess. I guess that is what we do. Yeah. But being on, like, a computer. Totally. I know, right? And typing and instant messaging. I know. And he, and all of a sudden I see, like, this come up, like, Jack X5. And I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, hi. You have to, like, accept it, you know? Yeah. And he's like, hey, it's Justin. And I'm like, this guy again. It was like, you know? No. I but, totally, but he wouldn't stop. And I finally was like, oh, I'll go to dinner with you. And guess what? That was the yeah. end. That was the end. That the next the day, end. it was like, you want to go out and lunch? Like, it, it was over. <laughs> that's nice, though. It was, yeah. To be courted. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you you know, you may surprise yourself. Like, in your mindset, you're like, because yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Amelia agrees. Who um, looks just like him, by the way? Oh, yes. she. This, so this is my this is my husband in a... Betsy Girl. Johnson, yeah. Lindsay. Okay. <laughs> I'm picturing it now. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> we joke. Well, like, it's, it, well, usually she has a bow on. So we're like, oh, it's Justin with a bow. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, but it's true. <laughs> She's laughing. But it's true. Like you, you know, like you, you're like you deflect, you deflect, you deflect. But then all of a sudden, you're like, oh well, maybe not. And that's kind of like what happened to me. And I was 25 when that happened. So I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> never know. <laughs> it seems like. Most of my friends are in relationships right now, which is kind of nice. I feel like having a lot of friends who are dating would just be, like, exhausting for everyone. Oh, totally. But it is interesting to see the different dynamics and, like, you know, one of my, a couple of my friends have been dating their boyfriend since high school. And then one of them met on Tinder, Bumble. and I know lots of people who got married from Tinder. Me too. And, and I'm like, huh? I know, me too. And I, like, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm not judging, but I'm almost, like, I don't know. I guess maybe I just couldn't do it, but I hear these stories, too, and I'm, like, is is it really real though? Like, I don't know. It kind of freaks me out. But Tinder's always freaked me out. Tinder is so specific of all I the dating one. apps. It is. One. One guy that I met from Tinder. Uh-huh. And he's now married to one of the women from The Real L Word. Really? I guess it allegedly was bisexual. Oh, wow. Because I was, I was working on a book proposal that I did not end up selling. And, but I am going to write the, the book future. one day. No, in the future, I'll sell it and write. But it's like a memoir. And um, I was looking up all the guys that, like, I dated. And I'm like, wait, this is who he was with instead of me? Because he was kind <laughs> of a dick. Oh, really? Ugh. And yeah. he's like, yeah, he was a dick. And the joke is, like, I guess I just wasn't his type. Like, I don't have a hundred tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. Nothing <laughs> wrong either. I don't either. I don't Nothing have one. wrong with tattoos. Wow. But, like... We all three of us don't have tattoos. Wow. Yeah. That, that's actually really statistically um, surprising. That's what I was going to say. Because yeah. in our, like, generation, whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, thir- I think 37% of millennials have tattoos. Oh, I believe it. Every time I talk to someone, like, uh, yesterday's about everybody had tattoos. I I'm think like, they're super I'm hot. the only person who doesn't have a tattoo. I... I don't. I go both ways. I think John Mayer's really hot. Yeah, and he has a lot of tattoos. Definitely. But generally speaking, I 
I don't know. I guess yeah, me either. I don't think I could be married. And it's funny because Justin's really against tattoos. What? Fifth, yeah, I'm like shot. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. I shut don't. the front door. No, he really is. Like, he's not into them. He doesn't want me to ever have one. Like, he's like, if you do it, like, I won't be mad at you. But I'm just like, bless, bless you. you. But he's just like, not. <laughs> but he's just like, and Amelia's allergic to tattoos. Yeah. Like, he's just not, like, he's just not into them. And for him personally, because, like, he's so, like, everyone's listening. The government's listening. He's like, if you have that on your body and you're identifying Mark and then someone, you know, and I'm like, oh, blah, 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 but no, but he's, yeah, he's never been into them. I, I wanted one a while back and then I chickened out because my, I watched my friends get one and it was so painful. It was probably like the worst idea ever to watch. And so now, but now I feel like, well, I had a baby, so I probably could do it now, but now I kind of don't want one. Go, yeah. fig- go figure. And like now means, I can probably actually handle it. do the right thing by yeah, not getting one. Totally. We and my family, I have five siblings. So we were all going to wow. get our, like, number in the family tattooed on us. Uh-huh. One of my sisters was pregnant. And then by the time she wasn't pregnant anymore, we were all just like, we we're shouldn't over do it, that. Right? And, and so you five. Wait, you're one of five? I'm one of six. One of, one of six. I'm sorry. Wait, wow. That's, that's, a, that's, that's the most Catholic family. I've ever it's heard, by the way. Yeah. Very, very, it's extremely Catholic. Yeah. One of six. Like so growing up with brothers, such a sisters. family. It's three girls and three boys. Wow. And it was like, it's so. Like the Brady Bunch, but like. <laughs> but like, but not married in. Yeah. It was, it's. Been, I mean, I love my siblings. We're all super close. There's no like, there's no like one sibling that's kind of out out of the that's circle, nice. which is cool. That's not normal either. Like, yeah. that's cool. It's it's really we, we have like a really great like family unit. Um, and I think as a kid, it was tough because my parents had five kids in seven years. Wow, so super oh, close. Poor back mama. To back to back. I know. I can, I, I can feel for her. Was she like, I just gave birth. Was she <laughs> always pregnant? Yeah, like, that's what I was gonna say. I can feel for her. Yeah. And they like you know. So she started having kids when she was twenty nine. Because she was told she could probably never have kids. And wow. Like, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she was 29 when she started. And then by the time, then they waited three and a half years between my brother and I. Okay. So she was 40 when she had me. So wow. I felt like my siblings were all just like a lot closer in age. And I was like the one that couldn't do stuff yet. Sure. But then as like a teenager, it was great. Because I have course, my yeah. two siblings closest in age are brothers and they're like they kind of watch out for me and they introduced me to drugs and drinking there you go so that's helpful nobody better uh, yeah exactly um so it's great I love it and my brother and I live six blocks away in the city and um I think I know Amelia's inspired I know Amelia, right? Amelia, Amelia, you got Amelia, it. she's right very inspired name. and she's like okay mom siblings like, talk here, babe. Uh, yeah you so could technically fun. have a baby now I don't, that. I don't. Can you when you're breastfeeding? Uh, you can, but your milk will stop. Oh, so no. Yeah, so no. So, so really no. So not, <laughs> not, not. Actually, no. it's really funny. So like, it's my husband, like, literally the other day, because he's psycho, and he's like, what are you going to the baby? And I'm like, you or you still have a baby? She's three months, honey. And he's like, I know, but she's already so big. I'm like, oh, oh my God. My this God. is a beautiful he design. Literally, that's why, that's why people ha- yeah. keep having babies, because all of a sudden their baby's bigger, and you're like, why is my baby? We were just podcasting um, with our guests, um, Sophie Jeffy and Adi Jeffy, and they have a t- tiny, tiny newborn. And I literally oh was staring God. at her daughter the whole time going, Amelia, you were that small like a month ago. And, like, yeah, it's so such a mind fuck. They grow so quickly. So quickly. My sister has three kids. My brother has two. And when my sister had her third, my brother's first child was like a year old. And then they came over She's like a few you. weeks She's later. Very funny. And they were like, we're, preg- we're pregnant again. And we were just like, what? what? Like, I mean, they just had such a young child at home still, and then, but they just saw my so much. Work. They saw my niece, and they were like, "We're just doing it." 
We're gonna have. We're just gonna go for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, my husband's so funny. He's so he's saying this to me, and I'm like, so when do you want to? And your daddy's funny, right? <laughs> and he's like, when do you want to? And I'm like, I don't know, like two years. Three and he's years, like, yeah. he's like, well, maybe like we can start trying by like next. Like, 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 January. Spring. I know, right? Next spring, because then you'll be done breastfeeding, and then we don't have to worry. And I'm like, oh, you did all the he's research. Now figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So like, he's not caring, you know, and he's not laboring. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even. That's right. So. <laughs> Yeah. But then my psychic friend told me that I'm, thanks, Chris, but you know, I told me that, like, I'm going to be pregnant next July. And so I'm like, great. So. Well, I think, you know, <laughs> being a mom is very trendy right now. Uh, very, very trendy right now. Oh, my God. I was telling Amanda, I feel like literally everywhere I go, someone's either pregnant or, like, is a mom. Everyone and Amanda, and Amanda's going to be like, let me tell you, the most prepared woman ever. I know, because I every really single person, like, around her is either pregnant or ha- has a baby. I'm not worried so at she's, all. So Good. she's going to experience it all through us. And she's going to be, like, a pro when it comes to baby number one where the rest of us have been like train rags. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't feel like I'm gonna script but I also I mean like my parents are really weird in the way that they're not very like parental at all mm. like my mom is amazing but like is not the most maternal she's person so but she's really sweet and yeah. she's, she's amazing and I love her but like I was not but I also feel like I'm a very specific person where like I just really like a few of my toys like mm-hmm. I my sister has three kids and then toys, you're, and you're, well now they're older but like, saying that because like your future son will like have want like a million toys no mom, I need a hundred Legos and mom oh I need my God, no <laughs> you step on it and it like stabs your foot I'm not <laughs> Uh, like I'm not living like that. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Good luck. He's like throw a tantrum. I even said, like, "Wait, I, said, I need this." I said to Allie, "I'm like, look, this is the thing." And I, I said this to my mom when I'm pregnant. You know how people have a registry. I just want the Gucci baby carrier. That's all she wants. There's want. nothing she's else. She's literally like, gonna have us do like a goat. Deserve that, right? And she's literally gonna have like I already know it. Like all of us girls of her close friends, like you all chip in together and get the damn baby carrier. That's they it. don't even <laughs> make it anymore. You have to buy it off the real real. Although I heard Kylie Jenner has one, oh, so maybe well, like it's custom. Of course she does. Exactly. Well, you get so much stuff from all your friends whose kids have like outcome. Oh, I already told her. I'm like, so got you covered. You're just gonna be like, yeah, just the one thing I want. Exactly. Everything else, hand down, and just give me that. Exactly. I feel like you just need so much stuff. Oh, you do. Like, okay. But then you I have two rockers downstairs. Like you do, you, you you also you don't need all of right. it. But yeah, sometimes that stuff helps. No, it does. Well, that's why I feel like right now she's three months, and because she's like kind of in this like I'm starting to laugh phase. I'm starting to look around. I'm not just entertained by like you know just laying there yeah. anymore. So it's like okay, I have the mama room for when she like wants like certain noises and certain motions, and I have the rocker when she wants to go to sleep. Because you had to, like, had you only introduced one. No, it's not true. Really? I'm telling you, I only introduced the rocker at first, and then she all of a sudden started getting bored and crying in the rocker, and I was oh like, God, I guess I'm going to break out the Mamaroo and see if that works, and all of a sudden, now she loves the Mamaroo, and it's like, now the rocker's become, like, only the sleep time thing, so it's like, oh I'm God, telling you, like, people can so say that, and maybe everybody's different, Well, yeah, but, like, of course. my daughter's, works. like, mm, probably, like, my personality's like, I'm bored, ha yeah. <laughs> next thing, next you know? Thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, the total, yeah. Well, maybe just- your son will be like you I know just like I want like a few things (laughs) or it's like weird with like I'm very I have this weird issue with car seats yeah like why is that you don't like them no I like them (laughs) and I don't even like them (laughs) (laughs) but the rear facing I know they say it's safer I am weirded out by this why I feel like you. she said this to me when I was I'm so weird like it was like a mirror you have to look I'm like I'm gonna be worried the whole the, no like, because one I thought that too about. but I have the little like mirror that like you know is on her thing so she can look at herself but I can also see her in mine and honestly like I as long as I can like 
once I'm like stopped safely and I can take a quick peek and just see she's sleeping or see she's chewing on her hand or whatever, like I'm good. I don't look at it again at all. And I just drive and I'm just focused on driving. And then once I get there, then like I'll check on what's going on with her, but you kind of like get into like a rhythm, but I understand. I'm very into safety. And I know, I know they are. say this is safer. I feel like this is not safer. And no, I want to know what you're doing in Europe. It is safer for many reasons. And there's always, there's all these like weight, yes. things with weight and yes. we can turn them around Correct. and all that stuff. Yes. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of information. It is. It's, oh, oh you're telling me. My crazy. husband and I were talking about it, like the day we were adjusting her car seat cause she's like gotten bigger and went to like adjust the straps. And he's like, when do we move from the infant car seat to the convertible car seat? And I was like. Google? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, you don't know? I'm like, I'm sorry. I know everything but this. Like, People have, like, one car seat when we grew up, and, like, it was yeah, fine. But, but talking about safety, no, they figured out it wasn't fine, and that's now why they have But then I wonder, okay, I'm going to, like, Google this in the free time I don't have. <laughs> How many injuries have really occurred? Like, does, has this really made a difference? I don't, well, it must have. I would assume there's it. regulations. Right. There like, are like regulations. And the car seat manufacturers, I'm sure. And they, te- and, and they crash test constantly. Yeah. Like, they're always throwing them in cars and trying. And supposedly, the rear is because if you do, like, go through certain collisions, like, for the most part, that's, the, like, the reverse mm-hmm. se- like, setting is supposed to be safer than if they were facing frontwards. Because they're not going like direct through the car, they're oh, like, they're going, just like right into, bouncing, correct. I guess, yeah. off the thing. Right. It just does. It just seems like so much work. Oh, it is. Oh my god, yeah. The <laughs> oh my like, oh, nightmare. And I hate the car seat period because, like, literally, like last night, like I was trying to put her in it, like to take her home, and we we're at my girlfriend's having dinner, and she like was all good, and then she was starting to get tired because I'm like getting, I'm slowly sleep training, and so like I was getting her to go to sleep, and she was like getting She's there. Literally asleep and, right now. Oh good. Yeah. I'm glad. It's very sweet to watch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's time to like put her in the car seat. And she starts screaming because she knows, like, I have to get buckled. And yeah. like, it's a whole, like, like, my husband will be buckling her. And he's like, I'm not killing her. I'm not killing her. Because she'll just start screaming bloody murder just because she's in it. But then again, I think about it. And I'm like, I wouldn't want to be in there either. It looks very no. uncomfortable. But then when the car starts moving, I feel like. No, then they're fine. Then she's out. Yeah. yeah. Then she's out. And it's like game on. And it's like I can turn on my music and I don't listen to the same song 30 times. Oh, like, I wouldn't <laughs> even introduce kids' music to my babies. That will just never happen. I find uh, no. it so uh, it is bad. So, it is so annoying. And like yesterday, my friend Steph and I were in the car going to an event and we were driving listening to the Ants Go Marching 20 times. Mm. But we were like. Not the Dave like, Matthews, but like not the, the, the Matthews. Kids the kids version like the like encounter living yeah. you know but like she loves it thanks to my parents who like played it for her from like when well, she that's was teeny the tiny they'll get exposed yep. to it somewhere exactly and so now oh she's no obsessed. no no <laughs> i will just make sure my ch- i will like guard my child's ears so they luck. listen to that shit. i can't wait but there's like that. beatles lullaby there's like stuff oh no i do that with her play. too but there's still things that like they still want certain melodies no matter what you do. Like, they just, they need that for their and own And there's a reason those processing. songs have withstood the yes, test of time. Like, exactly. decades, generations. It really has. It's just like, they yep. just stick they do. with it. It's yeah. crazy. It like, is. But I was told. It never goes away. <laughs> I was told that, like, when you're pregnant to, like, play, you know, all different types of songs. Like, in the women I was reading these different books that talk about, like, what you're saying. But that you can also find, like, your favorites and try to introduce them to them. Yeah. So, I was playing, like, Beatles and, like, Country. And then. And that and these different things that my husband and I like. So I have noticed when I turn those songs on, she also kind of pays attention because she must recognize. So I think that's a good way to like balance it, Amanda. So you have to play like your songs and then you can mix in the kids' songs. No, there will be no, no. Like I just don't. Amanda, I you are not 
depriving your baby of a kid song. I will give your baby kid song. No, it's so bad. She's going to be like showing the baby kid songs. Right? Exactly. I'm like, good luck. Amelia's going to be like, hi, friend. This is what I listen to. No, but it's so funny, though, because like I would, my friend Bridget has a daughter who is, I guess, a little bit over one, and she was over, and I was like holding the baby while she was going to the bathroom, and I was singing her sublime, and she didn't really like it. But I'm a terrible (laughs) singer. Yeah, I mean, you know, but it's just, it's just funny because babies are so funny because everyone's, I feel like, kind of discredits them because they're like, oh, they don't know. There's a baby, but it's like, no, they're actually really smart. They're picking up on everything. Everything. And they pick up on people before you even do. Like, I've I've taken her places and she'll immediately start crying and I'm like, it's your problem. And then all of a sudden later on, I'm like, oh, that was a bad person. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy how they they, can It's all like dogs are like like that. Yeah, exactly. It is like a feeling and emotion and energy and they just like, they just know. No, I'll tell you, like dogs are really like that. Oh, dogs are extremely like Like, that. Yeah. If Milo doesn't like someone. Yeah, you know immediately. They're, they're evil. Yeah. Milo is my 75 pound English bulldog. He's so cute. My husband's obsessed with him. I know. He's, uh, he's not, we gave him a bath yesterday. Do you like listen to kids music or do you make him listen to idols? (laughs) He he's more of like a movie guy. A movie guy. Well, that's a whole other thing. I mean, so my nieces and nephews—they have their YouTube channels. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, like, good luck to you because it is torture to the ears. Oh, I believe it. They are obsessed. Mm -hmm. People people have channels that are them playing with dolls and doing voices. Oh, I believe it's so it's a oh, thrill. I, yeah. It just makes me uh, like seeing all this stuff. Well, I mean, I've had a lot of exposure to babies because we used to take in foster babies before they were adopted oh. when I was younger. Wait, oh, what? I'm sorry. That's wait. Tell this story. This is fascinating to me. Why are so, your parents such nice people? I don't know. It's like really crazy. It's honestly <laughs> insane to think about. But when I was seven, um, we just like I remember being seven years old and this baby was brought into our house and I was like who is that because I'm the youngest and I've been the youngest for seven years and what the hell is going on and it was so my family decided to become a foster family we would take in newborn babies from when they were born to when they were either adopted or the birth parents would decide to like keep the baby Mm -hmm. um so it was pretty nuts but um it was a really good experience to see newborns like that because I didn't as the youngest I didn't really have any experience but yeah, now seeing it, it's kind of like now that now that I think about my friends having kids, I want to be like, oh my god, that's terrifying because yes. they just don't have they've never like interacted with an infant at all, and it's just like oh, it's so much work. So why did your parents decide to do that just to be good people? Because my mom just like loves like having babies around. That's amazing. Yeah. I know people who have like fostered to adopt and things like that. And it's really, really challenging. But your mom just wanted to foster infants. Yeah, and it was, Aww. it was, it was, it was that's like so hard. Cute. As I'm staring at my baby. How long yeah. would they stay with you for? It would be anywhere between like a few days to the longest one we had was six months, and that one was really hard because we were like, it was in my mind, I was like we are going to adopt this baby into our family. She's, she got adopted by an amazing family and they're great. We still get Christmas cards from a lot of them, Aww, which is really, so it's, nice. it makes me feel so old, but it's like great. Yeah, but that's so um, nice. So it's like seeing that and then seeing my siblings have kids. It's like, I've seen how much has changed. Cause my mom, I mean, she had kids in the nineties and then the foster children were like, late 90s early 2000s and now it's just like a completely different ball game yeah. i mean there's just so much like access to information everyone has their own like parenting style and i feel like parents like to fight a lot like on facebook and stuff about uh, like what's best oh my yes God. and there was just no, i mean obviously none of that especially with like a 
a foster baby. It's not like my mom right. went on Facebook writing about it, but it's just like there's just so much to think about now, and that's what stresses. That's why I'm like, kids are not on the table for me anytime soon, but. When I think about my friends who are either getting married now and talking about having families or they're, like, really close to having kids, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, you are in for it. Really. Oh, you are. I mean, let me tell you, like, you are extremely in for it. But at the same time, it's, like, the most thing. I mean, as I'm staring at my daughter sleeping. But it's, like, it's – I was telling Amanda, I'm, like, it really is, like – Sophie was saying this, too, when we were talking to her on their mm-hmm. podcast. Like, it's, it's this, like, beautiful design because, like, you like you think, oh, my God, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then and then you actually have one and, and you, you do it. And you do it. Yeah. And then you're, like, I'm going to do this again. Like, it's, it's kind of nuts. But – yeah, I feel do. though super prepared though. It's very strange, which yeah. I didn't, no, but I believe it because friends. all your close friends have, have babies, have babies now. But so. I kind of like being the one that doesn't. It's really weird. Like, you I to be an auntie you're doll, gonna pick up on so much stuff. Yeah, and you're gonna figure out. And what she's like you an want. auntie doll. Though. It's yeah. so funny. No, and I and I love them, and that's the thing. Like I really was not like super into kids, and I think like honestly, I think I'll be really excited when I have like middle schoolers because I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's but that's bizarre. <laughs> No, I think I'll love it because they're not like jerks yet and they kind of need you and they're like obsessed with things and it's like cute. But like even then, like it's so funny, like they're like I live in this apartment building where there are a lot of young kids because it's they only have one bedrooms, two bedrooms and there's some two bedrooms with an office, but very few. Mm -hmm. And like so it's a lot of young families and like these little like I love boys. Like, I'm obsessed with little boys. That's, That's why so I said creepy. your future son, because I'm having her manifest. Yeah, I want to nice. manifest. I really want a boy. Right. I really am. I mean, yeah. like, I feel like girls are great, but I think I would have way more fun with a boy. Because I don't have a very girly personality, <laughs> even though, like, I do dress girly. <laughs> and I just don't want a mini-me. I'm like, oh, I'm enough for me. <laughs> but, like, I'll see, like, these, like, five-year-old boys on their little skateboards, and I'm like, oh, my God. She wants, like, a little hipster child. You're seeing them in their, like, cool element. Yes. You're not seeing yeah. them, like, literally peeing on their own face. Oh, yeah, and, when and, and running, like, diaper. psychos. And, like, no, it was so funny when I, I was beauty contest and I brought Amelia, and everyone was like, God, she's such a good baby. Oh my God, she's so easy. And I'm like, well, she, you know, she ate and she's changed, so she's like happy for the moment and whatever. And they're like, no, but she's like being really good. Wait, did you like, get another outfit? Oh yeah, I stopped at Target on my way. Thank yeah. you very much mm. because I had. Yeah, well, we had long to start speaking of all the craziness. She pooped through her. Oh yeah, like but full blown. Like I mean, I like literally. I feel like, it was, like it's those things that you just can't you can't plan for. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. And of course, in my mind, like. I was ready. Makeup was done. Like, I was out the door. And oh, that's yeah. when And she was happened. like, uh-uh, no. Yeah. This is about me. Yeah, this is about me. And woo, here's my explosion. I had her in, like, the cutest outfit, like, a tutu and everything. It was, like, all covered. And my friend was like, oh, my God, she needs a bath. And I was like, we don't have time for a bath, so we're going to use all these wipes. wipes. And we're going to, like, wipe it all, pretty much, wipe it all over you. And we're going to put, like, baby essential oils you're allowed to put on on you. And then we're just going to put And then we're out. Smell like exactly. Out. And then we're out. And then we're going to get you an outfit on the way, and you're naked in the car. What can I say? You know, it's like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? What do you do? You know, shit. Literally, you made happens. it work. I made it work. You know, and you got it, there exactly. But it was funny because everyone was like, "She's so easy." And one of the girls I was talking to that was an influencer has a five month old son. She was like, "I thought about bringing him," and then I was like, "What am I on drugs?" And I was like, "Why?" And she's like, "He's great." She's like, "But boys' personalities are so much more like aggressive and so much more like I'm gonna do this and you can't put me there and like." Girls are way more like sweet and chill, and until they get, of course, like older, as we and all then, know, and then they girls when they turn not right. monsters. Exactly. But so, so are your funny. wait, are your brothers and sisters raising kids in the city? 
No, they both live in Stanford. Okay, oh I was going to say, that seems like a nightmare. No, and I, I was raised in the city. My, my brother and his wife considered it, I think, because they're very much like city people, but they have a house in Stanford that they love, and they have two kids. They're great, and I don't think they have any regrets about leaving the city. Um, it's just like, it's, it's like, even it's really hard to be an adult in New York. It's yeah. like the city is not built to like sustain life. So to try to have like kids, totally. I can't even imagine. I babysat, uh, like my sister-in-law had something to do in the city. So she brought the, when my niece mm-hmm. was an infant and I like was carrying her in a carrier and I was just like, I, I feel like she's getting dirty. Like, I feel like she's getting dirty from this, like, city air. Just right. Like, or, like, what if I just, I was like, no, that I, I can't imagine I get it. having a kid in here. For, my parents had three kids in the city, and I don't know. I mean, it just seems wild to me. That just seems, like, so, it just seems, especially now, I don't know if it was as hard back then, but I feel like it's much harder now. I also feel like public transportation in New York City is never reliable. No. People make it, oh, the subway is great. Yeah, like the... It's It's fine. It runs. time when it works. But it's not, no. You you gotta still plan ahead. And the stairs and this and that. And I'm just like, I I always said to my husband, I'm like, if we ever move back to New York, we're gonna move to Brooklyn and we have to have a car in the city. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. You can't, yeah. It's too hard without one if you have to, like, cart around a... I mean, even my parents would, like, drive... My mom would drive me to school every day. Right. I mean, also, like, then I had to take the bus in, like, fourth grade. I don't know why she made me do that. That was the worst. The bus was (laughs) never on time. The bus is always always horrible. I always hated the school bus. I I hated the school bus. I take the public buses in New York now, Mm -hmm. and I love them because you have Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Because it's, like, above ground. Right. I mean, you're at the, you know, you're at the will of traffic, but I like it better than the I always... I live in the trains in New York. I love the train, like, always. Like, it was just... For me, it was like I don't have to think about driving. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do. I don't have to worry about someone else like driving. Like it was just like yes, of course they're driving the train. But to me, I don't know. Like being on a track just seemed like so much Safe. safer yeah. and better. And like it's funny because I like used to love the train in New York. And then my husband and I recently just took the train in Simi out to Santa Barbara for my birthday for the day with the baby. And it was so much fun. Amanda it was so funny because she's like we're texting because we're always texting, and she's like you're doing what right now? I'm like, we're taking the train. Like, you're taking the train? It was like such a funny reaction. But I was like, no, it's they really nice because they have them here. And like, it's so easy. They're inexpensive. You can have a drink on the train. Yeah. And, you can like, text. Yeah. You text can text. You can I was chill. getting texts while I was like, driving here right. and I was obviously not reading them, but I was like, oh my God, I, there's 45 minutes. So yeah. I can read this text. Right. And like, I love texting, which is totally. a problem, but I was like, this would stress me out. Well, that's why oh, so many people now, and I've actually thought about doing it myself because I don't answer obviously with the baby. And it's like, like, I thought about doing, like, a lot of people were turning on the yeah, notification the, that says I'm, I'm driving. driving. Yeah. Because it's, like, as much as that's annoying, at least then you get a response yeah. versus, like, nothing. And then maybe they also will stop sending you 20 more texts in a row. I know. I got, that's like, 12 a little texts bit, from one person. Yeah. Oh Doesn't that, that I usually anxiety. text driving or what I do well, is I'll do a voice note. To me. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. it's, like, something that, like, has to be texted, like, right. that has to be, that she has to know immediately, right. I'll do, like, one but of those. But a voice note is so much easier. You hold down and talk and it's kind of, like, you're not even texting because you're just speaking and then you're done. And then, yeah. like, the person receives it, and it's over. Because sometimes it's like, okay, she, like, legit needs this information right. as right. soon as possible, but exactly. there's just, like, no, no way. Yeah. way to type it. No, I do that, too. I, and I do the voice notes, like, sometimes when someone write, writes me, instead of doing the notifications, and I'm like, hey, I'm driving with the yeah. baby, mm-hmm. I will get you after I stop driving, you know? And then at least they hear that, and then it's like, usually then they stop, you know? And you're like, okay, good, you know? Because it's true. You look at it, and you're like, you have so many notifications, and you're like, I'm like, like all I'm these stressed. texts, like, yeah. I'm stressed, and I've got another hour in traffic, like... 
you know? So it's, yeah, it's it's, true. it's hard. No, it's weird. The bus in New York, I don't mind either, though, because I always feel like, especially in the summer, it's so air-conditioned. Oh, yeah. Like, if you yeah. push that in time. talking about? Not, not the No, the bus in New York No, City. no. Like, the, like the, the regular, like the, like the, the MG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't get on a Greyhound yeah, unless I tried one of those. It was really ghetto. It's so ghetto. I did a few of them because, like, I walked to church. One of the guys I was talking about while well, I dated was up in Albany, and I had to take the <sighs> exactly. That's, that's got to be love. Pride. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Something, something on drugs. <laughs> yeah. And it was, like, taking – yeah, I should have taken Amtrak. And I took the bus, and I was like, why do I do this to myself every other Friday? Like, this is horrendous from the city. It was like – And then if like, you have to pee or if you're oh, sitting the next whole thing, to someone, like – I went yeah. to a really bad experience on the Jitney, even. Really? I've never taken it. I take the train to the Hamptons if, if I have to go to the Hamptons, uh-huh. if I'm forced to go, forced I will to take the you train. Like I like it. I'll go like once a summer. Okay. I love it. It's nice, but my parents' house in Connecticut has a pool, so I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah I think it's I, beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a bit more convenient. Totally. And it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> we love free. Yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. I love um, Connecticut personally. I always told my husband, like, if we ever went back to the East Coast, like, I wouldn't live in New York, New Jersey, but I would live in Connecticut. Connecticut? Like, Stanford? Character. Totally. Stanford is to New York, I'd say, the same distance as, like, here would be to Absolutely. LA for sure. Yeah. If not, even, like, a little closer. Yeah. But. No, I love it. I just love, like, when I was a stylist and I was doing, like, styling tips and personal shopping, I was in Greenwich, I was in Stanford. Mm. Like, I loved it. I went and did CBS radio shows and did fashion tips for them, like, there. Like, I just, I always love, like, Amanda said, like, the character. I love the feeling of it. Like, I whenever I got asked to work there, I was like, yes, I'll get on the train. Like, I just yeah. love going there. So, I know some one that was everyone is getting like everyone is in such weird life stages so this guy that I know from New York had like a very unfortunate divorce Mm. which was like right after he bought this house in Westport and he texted he texted me he DM'd me the listing oh jeez and it was like my dream house for half of what it would be in LA and a tenth of what it would be in isn't that sickening when you look at real estate and you're just like, why is it so? I was My husband like, keeps telling me, he's like, we're going to Atlanta next. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because we could literally get a mansion. You could live. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Live, like, I wanted live to live like queens and kings. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. My brother's there right now for work, for production um, on a movie. And he's like in this amazing apartment in Buckhead. And it's like Buckhead 500 like the new hot spot. Yeah. yeah. 500 bucks a month. And it's Flipping gorgeous. Five hundred a month for rent. Yeah. That's not like a box I on know. the street. It's huge. It's gorgeous, and it's like I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And he's like, it's so nice. And then you have moving here. I'm like, screw you. Like, our I've, heard about, about I've heard that. I've heard that a huge house. Like, I like I like Kim Zolciak. Like, <laughs> I watched Hardy for the party or whatever it's called. Don't be tardy. Don't be tardy. I love that. Croy Bierman is delicious to look at. Like, <laughs> I, I, maybe I could see myself. Remember how Chris said. I won't wind up in California at some point. I'm like, maybe like, I have be to. So bad. I have to follow up with him today. I emailed yeah. him a question. He's yet to answer, and uh, I'm like nervous. Oh, <laughs> so wait. So I wanted to talk about your podcast. So how did you start your podcast? So my podcast came about. Um, I was home over Thanksgiving like two years ago, and I was watching the movie um, Bride Wars. Uh-huh. Oh, and that was written by women, and it starred I women. Love that movie. And it would, but like if you watch it with thinking about like. Wait, how does this make women look? Actually, it's like pretty bad. Oh, totally. But it's really it makes funny. women look psychotic, <laughs> and like it's obviously supposed to be very exaggerated. Yes. But I was like, I wonder if I watch mov- more movies like through this lens of thinking about like how does this make women look? If that would be interesting to talk about. So then I decided I'm just going to buy some mics and 
reach out to comedians locally and see if like people would want to come on and it just kind of happened that way and then eventually like you guys kind of found your rhythm I decided to just have my friend Kira on every week um because it just like we got into a good rapport and it just felt more natural yeah so I think like moving forward with the podcast I'll have guests on like every once in a while and I would love to have you guys yeah I'm sure I think that would be so much fun (laughs) um but basically just like we we usually will spend the first like 20 minutes talking about just what's going on in our lives right we'll we'll catch one movie and talk about like you know how does this make women look we always say um if you had to pick the first female president as a character from this movie who would you pick um and it's really interesting to just kind of watch movies thinking about like what is the role that women play in this? Like, do they have speaking parts? Do they pass the Bechtel test? All that stuff. Um, so it, it, it's it's definitely, like, ruins the movies for me that mm-hmm. I previously thought were good because um, a lot of them just don't Wait, which one? look good. Um, I mean, I liked Bride Wars the first time I saw it. I thought it was funny. I did, too. Um, but then seeing it again, I saw part I of like, it Oof. while I was getting my nails done, so <laughs> I don't think I count as, like, an audience member. <laughs> I haven't done this one on the podcast yet, but My Best Friend's Wedding is one of my favorite movies. Oh, I love that movie, and too. And I just feel like it probably isn't great. It might be a little problematic. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, I like it. And it's, like, it's... I've met a lot of people through it, like having guests on, and then yeah. you, like, you become friends with them. Totally. Which is always nice and fun. Yeah, we always, we've said with our podcast, like, we've met we so many amazing people, people and interesting people that we'd have never met before and connected with, and we end up, like, doing other types of collaborations with, having friendship, and it's, like, so cool. And I mean, and I were talking about this actually earlier with another um, guest that we had on, and we were talking about how much we love that the podcasting community is so open to collaborating. It's so fun. It's so socially accepting. Definitely. Everyone enjoys each other. And shares there's each room other. For everyone there's at the room table. for everyone to have fun and, and, there's and so grow. Many oh my god, there's so many, and there's so many you can get into, and so many different categories. And we were talking about how, like, being bloggers and starting in the blog world, like, we both felt like the blog world was like a very shut off, very mm-hmm. like you can't get in. You know, this group only hangs out. This does this, this does that, and it's kind of like very catty high school Ugh, bullshit. I hate that. Yeah, so do we. And that was actually how we ended up bonding was because when we first like met at um, an OK event um, in Hollywood for the Grammys. Like, she was there doing writing and coverage, and I was there doing, like, styling and press, and we were doing our thing. And we started talking, and she was like, we should get lunch, and we should chat, and blah, 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 and we should collaborate. And we, like, actually met up, which, as you know, in L.A., is, like, a big deal. Yeah, that's and like, wow. we, we exactly. left the house. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. Actually, yeah, exactly. We actually did what we were supposed to do. We didn't flake. Yay. And we, like, went and chatted, and we talked about, like, our struggles with blogging and different things. And it was like, wow, like, we could collaborate and I featured her and then she featured me and we did all this fun stuff together yeah. and then eventually we ended up having a really good friendship and our husbands got along and we Amanda was like I really wanted to start a podcast I've been wanting one forever I've been trying to figure out who to do it with because I don't want to do it solo and I really think we should do it together and I was like Amanda I don't have time for a freaking podcast but, but we, it's really not no. that bad once you it's not and we've gotten in a rhythm it. and now like I look forward to them yeah. like I used to be like oh god we do podcasts because it was like another thing you have to think about timing wise but now I'm like this is so relaxing I've had it be therapeutic for me I've learned things from it I've like been inspired by it like and I love the comments we get and like people listening and I'm like this is really great and like again like having you today it's like We've met another amazing person. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> She's like, wait, um, no, this is about me. <laughs> no, it's true. It's it's totally different, and I think that like we need to 
it's really great in the way that like we're not really look like I know there are iTunes rankings and charts and all that stuff but at the end of the day I don't really see anyone as our competition because we're not I mean like I guess maybe if you have if you have an advertisers or whatever, which right. we, we will get eventually, but like and we're like, well, they they chose to advertise with that person and not us. But there are so many advertisers, so there, like there, there's yeah. no competition. And I think that it's still like it's a big enough platform, but it's not so big yet that like I would say everyone else's success is our success because yeah. it gets more, more people, people into podcasts, it yeah. gets more people listening. And it can make our audiences bigger. So I think it's one of these case, like rare cases where we're really all helping each other. Totally. And yeah. even like with blogs, it's hard to consume. Like there's only so much information you can read. Right. But there's, yes. but you, there's an endless amount you can listen to while you're driving, yeah. while you're traveling, traveling while, you're while you're doing whatever, cleaning, cleaning, while you're whatever cooking, you're doing, while you're whatever yeah, you're your doing. Yeah, your podcast, for me, podcasts have become like a really fun new escape. Like totally. I've found so many that I like to listen to and I listen in the shower and I listen to it while I'm cleaning or while Amelia is napping. And like, I'm not. It's like, nice. It's what I think I consume more podcasts than television. I think I do too now. I know. I barely watch TV anymore, to be honest. It's, I mean, I watch a few shows, but the truth is, like, I, I don't always have time to watch. Also, my TV is not on an arm, and it really bothers me. Oh, so that's limiting then. No, it's like I could watch. I'll, like, have it on sometimes while I'm in my kitchen, but, like, it doesn't really work. Yeah. And, like, the truth is, I think I learn more from yeah, yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Like, I think, and, like, I'm now into, like, personal growth ones and different ones and there's like really an unlimited amount that you can that you can and listen there's something to. for everyone there's oh, really, everybody everybody there really is and it's just I think it's such a great platform and I think like everyone can have a voice and everyone can have like an equal voice yeah because not everyone can you know what like if you it's so funny so I'm thinking of doing an, an IGTV kind of thing instead of YouTube because I don't really have a platform on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to set up the camera. I have to like shower. I have to like look nice. The whole I have to like the ring light. Blah, blah, blah. I, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this there's no filter. Like, I'm, yeah. But part of me is like, well, I could just have this concept as a podcast, which would be so much easier. And I just do it in my phone. Right. It's something that would be like 10 minutes every day. Oh. So I'm thinking of doing that. And I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it. I haven't decided. Or I'm it's, thinking of IGTV taking IGTV is still new. Totally so. new. I know, which is why I'm like, but that's kind of good because I can yeah. really be a pioneer on that platform. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Or I'm thinking of turning the audio from, like, you ever listen to the morning toast? I actually don't, but oh, I know I really friends like that do. Like, they turn that, which is a YouTube show, into, into a, po- a podcast. And I've only yeah. ever consumed it as a podcast. I've never watched it on YouTube. Because I just don't have time. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, again, watching and reading takes a lot more time. can't do that either. Exactly. And a lot of us are always on the go. So it's like, nowadays, I think that's why podcasts are becoming such a big thing. Because it's like, we're all in the car, we're all traveling, we're all doing a million things at once. So it's like, I can listen to this and get excitement or learn something or just laugh. You know, it's like, it's nice, you know? So it's, it's really cool. And yours, what's cool about yours is you have such a different niche, like... I, yeah. Like, that's so different, but so cool at the same time. Like, wow, well, I can't wait to have you guys on. I know. You think of what movie you want to do. 
Yeah, we have to think about what movie we want to do. I, I think we should do Legally Blonde. I don't Ooh, know why. I would love one. to do that one. I think that one is so interesting. I've thought about it a lot because I feel like they were able to make her character super dynamic while also, like, labeling her as kind of a bimbo. Totally. I don't know how they did it, but it must have been just, like, in the writing or the directing or something. So I, I think let's, let's do, do that. that. And that was one of my favorite movies, so let's do that. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you look like you have to go. I do. Really I'm so bummed. But, no, this was, no, this so, was so much, much fun. This was Thank so you so much, much fun. for coming in person. Of course, We're so glad we yeah. got to record with you. We'll link in the show notes. Yes. Will you share your social media and your podcast? Yes. Again? Yes. So my podcast is called Mildly Offensive. Yeah. Um, it's available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and and SoundCloud. And then you can find me at Mary Beth Barone on Instagram and Twitter. Yay! I'm Venmo if you want to send me money. Venmo. <laughs> but, and but Venmo. not but not on Facebook. Not, <laughs> and on Facebook, you can find my comedian page, but. Not not a whole lot there. Don't send her, <laughs> don't send her dick pics. Do not. Do not. No, dick, no time for it. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Thank, you, Thank so you so much. much. And, and as we always say, be fabulous. Bye. Caught them both. How to chain Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the chain.